0: Hey folks, your friendly neighborhood Alex here with a quick preamble to this week's episode. We recorded this one live at MomoCon 2019 on May 24th at 11.30pm. It was late, but we had fun, and I think the show that came from it is solid. Thanks to MomoCon for having us again this year, and to everyone who turned out, uh, you know, after bedtime, basically, for a lot of people, or skipped parties, or whatever, Um, if you are listening at home, thank you, and just a quick heads up, they were rowdy next door, and a lot of murmuring kind of bled over into our recording, so sorry for that, but there's really not a whole lot I can do about it. Uh, all that said, sit back, relax, or keep your eyes on the road if you're driving, and enjoy this week's episode. Thanks. And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait. No, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks in... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi! Oh, damn it! Welcome to episode 161 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. And we are live at MomoCon. Yeah. Woo-hoo, 2019. I'm yes. telling you,
1: this is the biggest crowd we've ever had, you guys. <laughs> I love it. If only you were here There's to see so it. many faces. We need the lights down, though.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what they normally say, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. There's, there's not that many people. But it's 1130. It is 1130. It's 1130. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Partying or uh, saying people are sleeping. Yes. <laughs> I love it.
0: Jen is in her pajamas. I am in my pajamas. <laughs> if
1: you're wearing your pajamas, you can high-five me. I'll probably hold my hand up for it.
0: Well, do we want to talk about some comics?
1: I mean, we should probably talk about comics, We yeah. should
2: talk about comics, yeah. Okay. But specifically the ones we chose.
0: Energy. Yeah. Energy. Did we say oh, it's right? 1130? No, hold on. <laughs> I
1: forgot my tea. I need energy tea.
0: Well, I was going to start with Jen's book, but since she's getting her tea. Brian. Yes, sir. Tell me about Britannia. Yeah, so this is a book by Valiant, uh, written by Peter
2: Milligan. Um, It actually got a lot of buzz uh, when it came out. This has been out for, uh, came out in floppies probably about a year and a half or so ago. Um, And yeah, I read it when it came out and really enjoyed it. Uh, this is a book about uh, the, specifically the Vestal Virges, Virgins in ancient Rome uh, under the Emperor Nero. And specifically, there is uh, a Roman soldier who they kind of bring in and make what they call a detectioner, uh, which means that he doesn't really follow the omens and all the signs that the, everybody else does in Rome from the Roman gods. Like really, he's kind of taught to use logic. It almost becomes kind of like what we would think of as like Sherlock Holmes, where he makes observations about things.
0: It's CSI Ancient Rome. It is CSI Ancient Rome. It is exactly that's what that exactly is. What yeah. It is. Yeah, um, David Caruso is the lead character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Lots that's of sunglasses <laughs> he wears.
2: At night. No, that's good for me. All times of the day. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, but one of the things I really liked about this is, and there's some back matter in the very first issue that talks about uh, the, the Vestal Virgins, who they were in actual history in Rome. And it was actually, that was one of kind of the really cool things was they talk about how, you know, at a time when... In most parts of the world, women didn't have a lot of right. Like they had actually a lot of power. They were the only women that could own land, for instance. Um, they could do things like pardon criminals just by touching them. So there was a lot of because of the mystery surrounding them, they actually ended up having a lot of power, uh, even political power in Rome. Um, and that kind of comes through in a lot of the the kind of manipulations that happened between Nero and and their. Uh, organization in the book yeah and uh so essentially some some things happen to kind of set him on this path but then he is sent to Britannia where
0: he being the detection yeah the detection sorry
2: yeah not Nero uh the detectioner is sent to Britannia to investigate some mysteries um and kind of find out and he ends up going into kind of almost like this uh uh trance kind of thing where he's not sure what's some of what's real and what isn't as far as some supernatural things that are going on and some druid magic type stuff.
1: Brian tends to pick these books that you're like, what the fudge is actually happening?
0: (laughs) Only she doesn't say fudge. Yeah. (laughs) She
1: did that time. Are you proud? I'm proud.
0: I'm very proud. No story jar for you. Yet.
2: Yet. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Like, so all the different kind of pieces of this. I've always been fascinated by ancient Rome and kind of that whole Roman life and Roman Empire and the politics of it. Um, And then, like I said, the organization of the vessel. And then this character of the detectioner and how he kind of investigates things. Uh, It's what I liked about it.
0: Also, he was nearly killed by a demon, and they brought him back to life by sacrificing him in flames, basically. Kind of. And And imparted into him like some wisdom of some scrolls they had, and yeah. that's how we learned to Yeah, and this was this You're kind of, of burying the lead here. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
2: fine. So, yeah, so the, he is broken in the very beginning of this book uh, by this demon orcus. Um, and, yeah, they the bring him back. Man. And this codex that they infuse him with, this is kind of where he learns these ideas of that, you know, by using logic, he can observe things and, and actually deduce How things really work.
1: But y'all, the codex is also like magic, though.
2: (laughs) Magic and logic are very fluid in this book. Yeah. (laughs) Between each other. Yes. You're not sure where one stops and the other begins and how much of the magic is real and how much is, you know, maybe hallucinogenic gas that they're breathing in. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Swamp gas. Yeah.
0: Well, there was a quote while you were rereading earlier. Oh gosh! Head, it. Yeah, um, hit um, on to the effect of um, what's to say that imagination isn't real, right? Yeah. Yes, which is probably the thesis of this. I, I would
2: say that is the thesis yeah. statement of this uh, of this book. Yeah. Yes,
0: Jen
1: Isn't that the thesis statement of all books?
0: No. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> what did you think?
1: Uh, yeah, really, this is a very niche book, but I liked it. I'm not. I'm not mad. I read it this time. I've done that before. But yeah, it's very niche, and I think that you do have to really want to know about history. Well, a, a, a version of history, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I'll say that, like, Nero was messed up in this book. Nero, but is, yeah. he was very tame in this book, though. Yeah, this was Nero at
0: his best behavior,
1: probably.
0: The lead Vestal Virgin was over, and he kind of classed it up a little bit sometimes.
1: Until he touched her? Yes. I
0: said a little bit sometimes. I wanted his
1: hands to get cut off, but that's just me.
2: Yeah. (laughs) No, it's not. I I will tell you, he he gets worse in some later trades of this book.
0: (laughs) I mean, I have to assume that eventually this ends with Rome on fire. Right. Because symbolism and also history? Yes. I've, I don't know. We have that hasn't happened yet, and I think there's okay. been three
2: of these so far. Three trades of this, and each one is a very different story. But they're they're kind of like different cases that he ends up going on. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's cool. I'll probably keep reading it. It's it's fun.
2: I it I, do, I really do enjoy. It. It's it, I like what you said. It's very different. It's kind of niche, though.
1: Yeah.
0: But we should talk about the art, too, because it's Valiant, it and if Valiant the, does anything well, it is, they make sure there is good art in their books. Yeah, it
2: yeah. is, the, it is uh, Juan Jose Rip is the artist for this, and the, the the colors that should come as no surprise is Jordi Belair. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That makes okay, that's why does that was, make sense? Yeah, because yeah. the palette is super colorful, while still portraying, in a lot of cases, some very dim... Very moody. Yeah, very moody, yeah. Yeah.
1: And very gross. It's very gross. It this is very
2: gross. There's two books that we read for this that have um, uh, disturbing plant matter in them. Shall we say? <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 We had a theme again. We tend to have a theme for Momocon for some reason. Accidentally. I uh, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Alex, Anything what did you, you think? Yeah, Alex, what oh. did you, you think? Give your
0: opinion. Hey, I didn't, did I? Um, <laughs> no this this was an improvement over <laughs> over kid lobotomy. The, I wasn't gonna say it. I was gonna be nice, but yes. Yeah. Brian
1: um, likes to pick books that he thinks we'll hate.
0: That is
2: not true. That he
1: thinks at least one of us will hate.
2: That is not completely true.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> he likes to see our reactions.
0: No, this was fine. This was That's this was. I am not the big history nut. Okay. I'm not anti history, like I was I did fine in history in school. It is just not I'm not a historical fiction guy. How's that? Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um which is not to say I didn't enjoy it, it's just like it doesn't have that same hook in me. Okay. That that you opened with, in yes. fact. Yeah. yeah. Um But it's it's still fun. It's still got that like C S I angle that yep. yeah. that can play.
1: I will say, like, this is normally the kind of stuff that I'll like The TV shows like this, I'll turn it on to fall asleep to. And I was in an airport yesterday trying to read this, and I was tired as hell. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Nero, it's not burning today, buddy. (laughs) It's good, though.
2: Yeah.
0: Want to talk about Afterglow now?
1: Hell yeah, I want to talk about Afterglow. Has anybody read Afterglow? Pat Shand Oh yeah Okay uh-huh. <laughs> That's helpful you guys Thank you So 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 much I mean it would
0: be a tough ten minutes coming up for you if we had them
1: Nah I'd get it I'd okay. get it done Cool Nope That doesn't mean check out <laughs> So this is a book about the end of the world Well into the end of the world The end of the world as we know it Well the end of the world as somebody in the future knows it probably. I feel fine <laughs> Okay um this woman has been having visions and seeing prophecies and writing it all down and telling her daughter about it and lo and behold hey guess what this stuff comes true um she's having these prophecies of an acid rain and she tells her daughter you know you're gonna have to deal with this because i'm not gonna be here to help you and her daughter's like oh that's i'm sorry that you're crazy mom but you're gonna be here it's okay and uh well she's not there and it's sad. And she has a giant cat named After. And this, this. There we
0: go. <laughs> there it is.
1: <laughs> Here go. Um, a giant
0: glowing cat. A giant
1: glowing cat named After. So no wonder blue I'm into this. Turds. Oh yeah, his giant blue glowing turds are the best part. Um, <laughs> where was like? Oh, she talks. to this... I don't know, this.
0: but but in the collected edition, if that is not the cover quote, I don't know what is. Yeah,
1: Pat Shand, you can please use that as your quote. Uh, this girl talks to her cat the way that I talk to my dogs. The way that I'm sure that a lot of us talk to our animals. Yeah. And I'm just like, this person really loves their kitty. I don't yeah, know. Like it she calls so the happy. cat her son. My son, my dove, my yeah. love of my life. Yes. My light, my world.
0: I am furious with you. My
1: heart, My actual my son. Actual,
0: yeah, yeah, yada, yada, yada. Okay, <laughs> I'm better now. I promise I'm not mad you're adorable.
1: We read so many comics where, like, the dog dies. And I just wanted one where it was all cute and petty and fluffy and aww. Also, I was tired. <laughs> what did you guys think about it? That's literally it. It's three issues. Like, yeah. it's a super fast read.
2: So, Whoa. the girl, want, kind of after the, the apocalypse, uh-huh. and the apocalypse happens Pretty quick in this. Like, the I'd apocalypse say, you know, happens
1: before this, and then there's another one.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> and then she, and yeah, she, she finds this cat, and she's taken in. She's lost her parents. She's taken in by these, like, the neutral people, which are, so basically they help travelers, but, you know, they don't.
1: They don't get involved in anything. Right.
0: They also, and this is going to sound like I am making a joke because it is coming for me, and I swear this is actually why they're called the neutral people. They only wear neutral colors. Yeah. Yeah
1: beige they're beige, so beige, tan,
0: beige brown yeah like part of the the apocalypse that happened like turned all the water sources into these neon colors that will dye clothes and mm-hmm. things like that and part of the reason the main character is ostracized is for wearing color and being yeah. colorful same reason she's got
1: her hair dyed they and they
0: don't like the cat because
1: he's so colorful blue yes. and
0: glowing and leaves blue glowing
1: extra. I think it's I think it's definitely the blue glowing turds all over everyone's houses it's, it's but, a little
2: uh, yeah. it's But this girl is she's got her mom's journal and she's constantly telling them of these things that she knows because of the journal and they're like you know, whatever. They kinda of think she's a little touched herself now yeah. at this point. Uh, and so something starts happening, some of the some of the kind of the, the omens that her mother foretold that was tell of this coming of the acid rain. And she starts seeing them and she starts telling everybody, okay, it's coming. And she's built this giant structure that will hold this like the whole town inside of it.
1: Big, ugly, colorful, right. like but metal they, structure. They hate
2: it because it's so big and it blocks the sun for some people and like all of this. And, and
0: it's just so colorful.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so they end up, because she's now causing so much trouble, basically running her out of town before this happened, yeah, yeah, and I, I mean we won't I won't go through the whole story, but uh, essentially, you know she is proven right, and things wind up better at the end.
0: So what did you think of it? Um, I
2: actually liked it. This is a really, really good, actually all ages book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could give this book to anybody. Um, I I read a little bit. uh, He actually started this as a Kickstarter
1: Mm -hmm. project. He does a lot of things Mm -hmm. on Kickstarter first. Coming up soon. Yeah, Ghost Girl is that? No, it's uh, something else, something like that. But I don't know.
2: Okay. No. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, and, and the colors in this, they really do a wonderful job of using that palette, of, of showing kind of the, the gray land and the people, and then contrasting that with her and some of these, you know, uh, the cat and some of these springs and her building and all this stuff. Also um, monsters that lurk. In the yeah, but yes, that too, that too. Um, but then she finds some people, she, she does find, end up finding some support and, you know, it, like I said, it, it ends up with a better ending. I actually really enjoyed this. Um, you know, me, Jen tends to pick a lot of, kind of like you talk about me picking the same kind of, Jen tends to pick a lot of these books that are very um,
1: kind of hopeful in the end
2: or just Which fun to read. Which is weird
1: for me if you know me because <laughs> I'm not that person. Oh, no.
0: Jin, the closet optimist. Closet, the optimist. closet <laughs> optimist. There you go. Um,
2: but and they tend to be books I would not pick for myself, like ever. But I always enjoy reading them.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm good at like Namona. Same oh, yeah, way. Nemo-
0: yeah. I'll yeah. Point out the goal of this was to pick books that we would never I'm pick kidding. for ourselves. I and mean, you two started gaming the system with me. And don't think I'm not <laughs> getting that. Just wait till the next time we do this. <laughs> oh,
2: oh. We already know what you're picking next time. <laughs> Or do you? Oh, well, maybe not. We know what you were going to pick, and now who knows? I don't the
1: remember. Shadow knows.
2: The shadow knows. I don't, the shadow I don't remember. Knows. Um, yeah, so like Jen said, super quick, easy read, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the artist is Kay Smith, by the way. Very good art. Separate colorist? K. Smith. I don't know.
2: Let me see if I can find
1: out. I,
0: I also enjoyed this. So. This was adorable. I don't know that I've got anything else to say that you and Brian haven't already. <laughs>
1: big glowing cat, and a big old cat with wings. No, That's uh, all yeah, Caitlin
0: Smith is. It's illustrated, so it's uses okay. yeah. color okay. also. Yeah, I could have done with less cat poop. Honestly, like, no. All, all truth be told, I can kind of see the point of Beigeville on this one.
1: <laughs> it was a lot of cat poop. It's
0: a lot of cat poop.
2: Well, and. Um, I mean, she did dig a place specifically a for the cat, box. and the cat yeah. wouldn't use that. So, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't think that helps matters because that was right in the middle of town, and that's a large <laughs> amount of cat poop right there. You're not that's wrong. It's going to smell very, very, very strongly.
1: Also, You're not wrong. it's probably the quickest way to ruin a birthday party.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think pool of blue not, glowing not to cat the whole poop toxic is. Yeah. Thing. yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Like you can see places. those, I yeah. bet.
0: Wow. They're doing backstrokes.
1: <laughs> Master.
0: The backstroke? Doing the backstroke. Sure. I don't know which it is, Dow.
1: I don't either. But I am also delirious. Oh,
0: well, that'll make the next 45 minutes interesting. Ooh, fun. Brian, you got anything else here? Uh,
2: no, like I said, if you, if you want a, a, a more Positive story, then
0: that's a good choice. Okay, I have to ask what is the unintentional theme this time?
1: Like going back to nature.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, all right.
1: Yeah. 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 Also, big, giant, weird monsters. It does talk about
2: how this is really kind of not the end of the world. This is really just the world doing natural changes. Yeah. And like always, you know, you have to adapt and, and grow and live with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or else you
0: live in a town that's all beige.
1: I refuse.
0: Speaking of adapting and living and growing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, growing. That's to be seen. Um, speaking of parasitic organisms. There, there's yeah, there, there we go. Go. Deep <laughs> Roots. Oof. I enjoy inflicting weird science on you guys, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. So, Deep Roots is from Vault Comics, Dan Waters writing. Um, Val Rodriguez on art, yep. Tree Pharrell, appropriately Tree Pharrell, ah. uh, on yeah. colors. Yeah. Um, this starts out like equal parts fringe and swamp thing is probably the easiest way to describe it. I would uh, give you that, yeah. You get this kind of like plant world protector, you know, paladin character who overslept Doomsday and everything's already dead and gone. Uh, and then at the same time in Our Earth, or something approximating it, you have uh, a bank robbery go down. And the uh, head of some shadowy government organization like tries to recruit a dude who helped take down the literal broccoli and Brussels sprout monsters who attacked. Yep. Yeah. Um, Full on. Telling the bank tellers to eat their vegetables. Specifically, your peas. I told you to eat your peas. Yes. <laughs> yes. Give peas a chance. Right. Um, and then he is summarily killed by plants because it's not his story either. Yeah, there's it's a real but- Ned Stark <laughs> <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. where
2: you think you know who the protagonist is going to be and then like three pages later. Hey, Brian. Mm-hmm.
0: Spoilers for Game of Thrones.
1: I mean, come on. <laughs>
0: Um, all of this is to set up basically three sets of characters. You have yeah. this, this avatar of the green, this defender of plant life who slept on the job. Um, you have a scientist and eco-terrorist from this government organization. The scientist works for them. The eco-terrorist is being held by them after gassing herself with shrooms and being in a coma for a month. And they travel into plant world to find a way to fix whatever is going on. And the head of the shadow organization takes on the military-industrial complex. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Pretty much um, argues it's corporations who own the equipment that she needs to use to do her job um, to save people. Right, specifically. It's got a very weird British vertigo vibe, and I feel like explaining the specifics beyond this is going to sound mostly like my trying to explain a weird dream. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it felt like the, a weird dream the entire It reads time. Like, we, like a weird dream in some ways. The most streamlined way I can get to the point here, I think, is the the, the squad of scientists and eco-terrorists. Uh, one of them, the eco terrorist, has actually knowledge of how the history of this plant world has gone down, thanks to her shrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and guides her group, which also includes this dude who for a hundred years has been walking the green to go pay homage to some spirits his father, uh, angered, and doesn't realize that his father and the brother that he's trying to help heal are dead and have been for a century. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're going to find the devil, like the, the a, a root of the goat. problem. A, yes, I, 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 actually thought about that one and thought better of it, Brian. But thank oh, you for getting no, that I'm one totally into the record. There. Um, a giant goat-headed man from which all trees and roots grow, who is what controls the world and is also dead.
1: It yeah, it's like it's like Pan and Yggdrasil just yeah. merged. Deadpan. Like the the. I swear to God, around. Brian! I swear to God, I will come across this table at you.
0: Brian, I don't get this joke. I don't understand your deadpan humor.
1: But I understand. You don't. I hate you guys so much. Yeah. Oh, I'll I'm be so honest. For about tired. two
0: seconds, I thought it was some kind of deep dish pizza joke. <laughs> Please don't spit. Over tea. over equipment that's not ours. Oh, uh, I
1: won't. I won't do it. I won't do it this time.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, am I leaving anything out that's not just again too weird? Man, to I don't explain. know. Like, I this feel like,
1: you have to describe this. You have to talk about this in like sections. The plants yeah. can it's only like speak uh, no. in the words that like we use to talk to our kids to tell them to eat. So right. I swear to God, Jeremy, if you don't eat your right. vegetables, I'm going to come across this table
2: at right. you. And part of that is because that's what they saw. The only, one of the place the only place they interacted with was, was when we were like when, when people were eating, right? Greens and vegetables, and so that's where they learned how we communicate from. Right. The plants are here
1: when to we're at learn our most hostile, to, which is to, apparently at the dinner table. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Family drama is the most sense and worst kind of stress, as it turns out. Yeah. Um, huh. The plants are here to learn how to do warfare like we do, rather than <laughs> slowly. Yes. And they learn it at the dinner table. Um, anything they learned, you taught me, Mommy. Um,
1: <laughs> oh. At
0: least I didn't say Daddy. That's a callback to a different panel. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's only if we ever meet Robert Kirkman.
0: Yeah. Um, that will make sense to no one. No Who one. Because
1: you weren't in the image panel.
0: Anyway. Um... As it turns out, these two worlds exist simultaneously, and if one dies, the other dies. Yeah. Right. And there is an end game to how they fix that that is basically, uh, well, we, we screwed up, so we get to be the ones to go yeah. and be replaced by, like, fern people.
2: Well, yeah. kind of.
1: Mostly.
0: Not, well, it, basically the worlds have to come, become one. And
1: And people turn into plant people. Is this
0: where I get to go off on Hegelian synthesis? I do love a good Hegelian synthesis. Please, Sure, go for it. Okay, we have the thesis and the antithesis. That's Earth and this plant world. And then they get smushed together because they can't exist as either one was. So they become the synthesis of the two. See, it's actually pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's baked in there pretty Mm -hmm. clearly. It just makes me happy because it's a thing I'm a nerd for. Yeah. So I wasn't
1: going to call you a dork. That's fine.
0: What did you two think of this?
1: Yeah, I really like this book. It's good. It's, yeah. it's it's so trippy it, it
2: and it's not at all what I expected from the first 10 pages.
0: No it does a pretty good bait and switch. yeah it does it really mm-hmm. does.
2: Um, and then I think what kept me in this were the characters. yeah, yeah and specifically how how they're having to try and deal with what's being thrown at them. Because it is way off the charts
0: weird. I mean, it's a lot of, like, shooting in the dark, just yeah. trusting gut. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that, that kind of weird science stakes the only way to do it, but it also makes for good storytelling.
2: But, uh, like, the whole idea of this plant world and, and what it's trying to do and all, you know, the, the whole idea of it kind of grows on you. Yeah.
1: Uh, I swear. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Hey,
0: Brian, you should leaf the bad jokes to me.
1: If you guys start throwing paper cups at them, I won't be mad.
0: Um, I also want to mention the art real quick in this one. Yeah, because it does some cool things. One, good, good colors. Good, oh yeah. good the colors. colors are beautiful. Um, but the first couple of pages talk about the entire history of the world being written in the rings of the tr- of a tree, and if you could read those rings, you would know everything that happened. Um. And that sets up something they do thematically in in the art, yeah. Both in the line work and in the coloring, it's a combination of the two, um, where everything in the mundane human world is relatively flat in texture—not to say textureless, but it's metal and it's stone and it's polished. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it looks how you would expect it.
0: Yeah. Yes. And everything in the plant world is like. Picture Starry Night. It's got like I was gonna rings say, of trees. It looks just like a highlight. Van Gogh painting.
2: Yeah, um, with those kind of swirls and dips, swirls and, and yeah. whirls,
0: and yeah. Um,
1: it all looked like they stuck their thumb all over the page. Well,
0: and it even it even gets to that at, at, at some point too, where uh, this character who's been—I think it's the character who's been walking—started mm-hmm. in the human world and has been walking the plant world for a century. They they come across this. Office space for this secret agency that's bled over, and it's like this is all too smooth. This is all wrong. This is not. Yeah. This is not the world as we know it. What have you done? And he finds these reports later on seas filled with garbage and temperatures rising. He's like, what have you idiots done to this world? Yeah, right. um, and paving over grasslands. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so it also goes some places there in terms of climate change. Um. But yeah, it, it it uses that idea of this smooth, featureless world and this this textured. Uh, uh, I hate the word organic. Well,
1: I mean, literally
0: got a, yeah, in this like, case, yeah. But this 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 you know rings of trees uh, idea to actually make a really clear differentiation on the page. So as you're jumping back and forth between locations and characters, yeah. it's always actually really easy to track. Yeah, you always and know it looks where you are. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, either of you have anything else on that? I feel like I did most of the talking on that one. Well, it was your book. Okay. It was my book.
2: Yeah, um, no, I, like I said, I enjoyed. Be ready for something different when you read this, though. Yeah. This is not. Yeah, this is not the. I it think, is not the lighthearted afterglow that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
1: I think with this one, just if you read it, don't try and figure it out. My brain automatically tries to figure out what the hell's going on. <laughs>
2: yeah, I would agree with that.
1: And don't do that. Just, just. Go and along for the ride. And I think
2: what I mean by that is you have to pay attention to this book. This is you not do. one that you can just skim through. Like, you've got to be able to think a little yeah. bit while you're reading it. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's the same writer who's doing Lucifer right now, by the way. Nice. Yeah. Um, also, just like in general, Vault, good. vault books are very oh, good if yeah. you're not Vault's, reading Vault. Vault's like hitting it out of the they, Yeah. Basically, their whole thing is they do speculative fiction but non-superhero stories. Um, so a lot of like sci-fi fantasy and it's all. Really yeah. I, I would different. specifically say if you decide to pick this up and read it and
2: like it, then definitely check out other vault books yeah. mm-hmm. without question. They
1: have a good flow chart for if you like this. Do they? Then try that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Before we get to like general questions, and if you guys don't have any, I've got a list from shills who have been on the show before with us. Any questions about these books? these three trades any questions cool. about comics in general there we go anything else right. I will start with the plant questions hey no pun intended. oh no alright
1: I have not been allowed to read these questions no. yeah, I, yeah.
0: I am the only one Two who of has us seen have these questions no idea what these are going to be and some of them are weird I'm worried mm-hmm. and it's going to be fun I'm going to start with some of the more normal questions some of the more okay um, These are these are from Meg until I say otherwise hey panelology hey Meg what team would you want on the bio comic of your life
1: oh geez oh, like creator team yes who's gonna go first because it's not me I'll oh. go first
0: because my answer <laughs> came yeah, to me really very to quickly this. and was cow. very easy it's Chips Darsky and Chips Darsky and Chips Darsky
1: oh, wow. <laughs> okay. writer yeah. artist no, colors alright yeah that's, yeah that's fair
2: oh my okay you know what mine's not hard either Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey.
1: Oh, shut up, Brian. Come on. (laughs) Think about your life. I feel like that's a lot more
0: drugs than actually happens. (laughs) Yeah. And you haven't died that young. This is true. I have not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The writer is Donny Cates. Duh. Um, Because dogs. There are dogs in my life that die. I don't know. Um. They, dogs die. They die. It's sad, and I hate it, but they do.
0: You could also get Grant Morrison by that logic.
1: No, no. That's see, well, that's see, if you want them to come drugs. back weaponized, weaponized well, as drugs. killing machines.
0: Drugs. What is your post death plan for your dogs? Have you thought about anthropomorphic <laughs> killing machines?
1: Uh, they're going to be diamonds. I'm going to wear them.
0: Uh, okay, that is more Kate's. Yep, continue. <laughs>
1: Hopefully, their little spirits will be in there. I was going to say, do they come back as ghosts
0: (laughs) out of the cemetery? Yes. Okay. That's
1: fine, right? That's not weird. It's not. That's not weird. Here's my pitch:
0: Scooby Doo. If Scooby Doo were the ghost.
1: Yeah. 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 Is that your is that your bad pitch, or is that a good pitch? Oh, are we doing the bad pitch thing? I don't know. It's, it's a
0: pitch. <laughs> it's,
1: it's a pitch. After midnight. Oh, I God. don't know if
0: it's a good or bad.
1: So I don't know who my artist is, but my colorist is Matt Wilson. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. beauty.
1: Because I need I need pretties. So, no. No. My artist and colorist is Jen Bartel. Oh, Boom. that
0: fits. I was wondering if she was yeah, trying to that was, get there. She,
2: it's, <laughs> it's only a question of whether she thought of it. That's Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Next question. You're throwing a massive party. And your friend Megan has told you that you, has told you that you can invite three of your favorite comic characters that won't drag the mood down.
1: Oh, no. Okay. Don't
0: ruin her party. No bummers. Which three characters, and from what comics, would you invite? Fuck. I would invite Chip Darsky from <laughs> Sex Criminals. <laughs> he was in it, and it counts. That's one wow. for me. Oh, um, mm, uh... Scott free, he'll bring a vegetable tray. Oh,
1: yes. Gotta be Scott, Scott free. free. Yeah. He would
0: bring
2: the vegetable tray. Nice. Nicely
1: yeah.
0: done. And uh, I don't know, though. He might bring the party down. He might. Yeah. Hmm.
1: So then we'd have to have Barta there, too. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. There we go. That's my three. <laughs> I'm done. Wow. Have fun, you two.
1: That's not fair. I helped you with yours.
2: Um. Okay. Thor to drink with. Okay. Um,
0: someone to sober you up the next day, Dionysus for the music all right, who um and extra wine yeah, sure, sure. yeah, yeah
2: um I don't know the last one um. I've got characters running through my head. None of them
0: seem to fit. Huckleberry hound.
1: (laughs) Is it bringing the mood down if it's a murder party?
0: That depends on whether the murder actually happens or not. And depending on who the victim is, the answer yes or no dictates whether or not it's bringing the mood down.
1: Well, all right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Sure. What
0: are are you thinking?
1: I was like... Mazikeen
2: and (laughs) oh god, who else?
1: And Sockmet and (laughs) it's a murder party. You you need the best murderers. (laughs)
2: There you go.
1: Yeah, I don't have three. I just want to turn it into a murder party. I'll be the third. Boom! Turn me into a comic character. What What comic are you? I said turn me into a comic character. It's okay. Oh, boom boom. (laughs)
0: So let let's go through this again. Thor, Dionysus, yes. and Boom Boom. Yes. That's actually pretty legit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. All right.
0: I think Brian takes this round. Brian wins. Alright. I believe I have one more from Meg. And for a less ridiculous, maybe what comic from 2019 do you already know you're going to be pushing on people repeatedly to get them to read it? And I'm going to add an addendum here I it's as much say. for myself as it is, is it, for you. I know uh, yeah, I, I, other I than say the it. unstoppable yeah, wasp. Yeah, say it. Okay. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Peter Cannon Thunderbolt. His name is that's... Peter Cannon Thunderbolt.
2: Oh. <laughs> Excellent choice. Um
0: Chips Darsky's Daredevil.
1: Yeah, no, that's mine. No. No, I take that one.
0: I said nothing. Kay. What's yours, Jen?
1: Chip Starsky. Oh. Daredevil.
0: <laughs> good pick. Yeah, yeah,
1: I thought so. Wow. I definitely did.
0: Brian, what you got?
2: Oh, good grief. Um, I need more time to think. Um,
1: <laughs> Come on, Brian. He's got to go through his freaking Rolodex.
2: I know. Um...
0: And I know we've taken the two answers that were going to be his two
1: answers.
0: (laughs) And Wasp takes third third off the table. I was going to say,
2: you've taken the easy ones. Now I don't know where to go. Um, You know what? I do know what I'm going to say. For people who have not been in touch with them in a while and kind of have... Burnt out on them or not been involved? Can I guess? Uncanny X Men. I was
0: going to say X Men. Yeah.
2: Yep. All right. Yep. This last run, so, so good and so not what X Men has been in so long. Wonderful.
1: Cool. All right.
0: From at, hi, my name is Millie on Twitter. Using both the Marvel and DC Universe. Build your ultimate team of superheroes.
1: Oh come on!
0: I think we can do this one collaboratively, right? Okay, okay. yes. Okay. Please yeah. let's do that.
1: Ultimate. <laughs> All right. Okay, no, hold
0: on. Let
1: me see. Let me see well, the question it,
2: again. It also kind of depends on what you're building it for.
0: Let's assume. Let's assume we're going with like an Avengers. Just okay. League model so like a
2: top tier for... cosmic going... level threat force. I
0: was going to say we're going for adaptability. Okay, but but General, you know what I'm saying by that? A Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But
2: but you get what I'm saying by that? Yes. Yeah. Nightwing, Beta Ray Bill. Um, that's good. Oh, that was a good choice. Yeah, it was magic.
1: Yeah, of course. Am I just gonna add the DC people? Okay. Um, let's. See. You don't have to. <sighs> oh my God. Riri Williams.
0: We're going to mix it up, Brian. Oh, no.
2: Stop that. Um. Huckleberry Plastic. Hound. Plastic.
0: <laughs> Huckleberry, that's
2: not... Plastic a... man. Okay. Got to have
0: humor. humor. We need someone magic. Mm-hmm. Other than magic. Other
1: than magic.
0: <laughs> I think Brian will kill me if I don't say Zatanna, so Zatanna. Uh,
1: yeah. Yep. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um... Oh, we let's need. See. Do we have a? Well, we've got Riri. Yeah, we've got a genius yeah. for our team. Um, we need a Green Lantern, right? Yeah, gotta do have we? a Green Lantern. Jessica.
2: Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that's who I'm
1: All going right. with. Yeah. Please,
0: what other Green Lantern am I going to come up with first? Uh,
1: literally none.
0: Jessica. Then Simon. Then uh, Chip or Badge would actually. Yeah. Work. yeah. <laughs> but actually, we're scrapping oh. this. I'm going. I'm going. A on this one. It's Squirrel Girl yes. and Chip and Badge <gasps> and Tippy Toe. Oh my God! And Lockjaw <laughs> and Captain Marvel. It's very Marvel heavy, but Squirrel Girl and Chip and Badge are really where it's at.
2: Yes. <laughs> I, okay, I can totally get behind that. Yeah. yeah. Um, not to mention you—you you get obviously yeah. the humor from that side ben, uh, as well. Yeah. Um, you guys I'm can be the fi- National
0: League now. I'll be the American League. We want to swim I'm trying here. to
2: figure out. We need—we need some sort of
0: aquatic person, right? I know which one you're going to say. Go ahead. Dolphin. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: yes. Hell yep. yeah. She's yeah. awesome.
0: And Step on is drawing our book.
1: Yes. Oh, done. By default. Sold. Yep. By default.
0: All right. Anyone in audience got questions? Otherwise, we'll keep going with these. Nope. Cool. Hey, I'm down to three, so start thinking of questions, people in the audience.
1: <laughs> I'm looking at you.
0: All right. These come from Adam. <laughs> what oh boy. are the best heroes as villains arcs?
2: Oh, heroes as villains. Heroes, heroes as, as villains. villains? Not villains um, as heroes. Not villains as heroes, because that that's one. happened that. Yeah, he, he gave recently. us
1: that one, like, last time. Yeah. All right. Uh, heroes as
2: villains.
1: Hero- oh, 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 oh. I mean, y'all know. Y'all know who it is for me.
0: Yes, but It's
1: Hydrocap
0: Yep, there it is oh, Yeah
1: I, f- I fucking love it Everybody People hate that And I'm like It's so good though No, I don't I'm like, did you read it?
0: No. If only there were a swear jar they just here They reacted to it Oh no You didn't say fudge that time
1: I didn't I didn't say fudge
0: <laughs> Brian <laughs> What you got?
2: I guess I, I can't say uh, Batman who laughs, can I? Does that count?
0: I mean, it counts as much as my answer, so I'm going okay. to say yes. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> that
0: is probably
2: one of the best characters DC has, new characters DC has had in a decade, probably. It, it, that it, that is going to be a character that is around forever. Yeah, that yeah. is a wonderful, wonderful character.
0: Ultimate Reed Richards. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, oh yeah, there you go. Yep, good especially choice. now that he's running around six one six.
1: Terrifying! I'm
2: yeah. terrified. because well, my, my other choice is going to be future Gwenpool, so that
0: was <gasps> yeah, yeah. Yes. that's a good one too. Yeah. By the way, now that the Fantastic Four is back, at some point, I guess when Donny Cates is done with the Maker and Venom, Reed and the Maker have to meet. Oh, oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It has to happen at some point. Yeah. Um. So I guess that'll be a fun, like, six months for Dance Lot. Yeah. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, okay. This is my favorite question that we have received for this oh, show. Oh, here Uh-oh. it comes. And as soon as I read this, I had one answer for both parts. It came to me immediately. Oh, And good. I'm going to take glad it as soon as did. I can. And it's two parts. Even better. Which superhero would make the best big spoon? Oh. How about Little Spoon?
1: Little Spoon is a Nightwing. All right. Um, wait, are they big spooning, little spooning each other? Are they? Who's the scoop and who's the hoop? There it is. <laughs> there
0: it is. Um, I am going to <laughs> assume, for the sake of making it weird, that. You are in the opposite position of what Which okay. one do you want to be your okay. big spoon or little spoon? This is, this is totally make my platonic
1: spooning and not weird and everyone is consenting.
0: Empirically my answer though is the right one. So go ahead
1: and uh, Nightwing is my little spoon. Oh wait, no, I said platonic. Shh crap. Um
2: Oh I got my big spoon. Yeah. She hulk
1: That's a good one. That's a good one.
0: Thank you. Huh. You have thumbs up in the audience. <laughs>
1: That's a real um, good one.
2: Mm, little spoon.
1: <sighs> Can I be Big Spoon by Wonder Woman, though? Like, for real? Because I feel like that would, she'd be really good at it. Okay. I feel like she'd be a good cuddler and she'd know, like, okay, now we're getting too hot. Let's not cuddle. Not too not too hot. I know what you like, mean. But, like, temperature-wise, cuddling we're, is a warm sport. We platonic right?
0: now. I'll no? yeah. allow it. Brian? A uh, little spoon.
2: I mean, magic would be an easy answer, but I'm not going to say that. Um, because
0: we said platonic, right? Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I wanted to say bats as my little spoon, but that wouldn't work out no. anymore. I mean, he's dead.
0: How much of the soundtrack to Ghost do you want to listen to? <laughs> None of it uh, is the answer. It, no, there that doesn't work. TikTok, tock Brian. I know. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy.
1: Grab my glasses. I'm out the door. I'm about to hit this city.
0: Something, something. Before I leave, brush my, leave, with brush my oh. teeth with a bottle you know of Jack. I, I, there I, I, can, go. I can go with Dolphin again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the empirically correct answer to both questions is the tick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I, no one right. would
0: be better at either. Alex wins this round.
1: <laughs> Wait, can it be... The tick, me, Arthur? No. Yes. It has to be. I mean, I
0: I, I guess if that's it what you want. would be so cute. But the tick would be better at Arthur than either. In either capacity.
1: Better at Arthur? Better okay.
0: than Arthur. Better than so, so tick on the heap
2: side?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
2: okay. Yeah.
1: Yep.
0: All right. One of you has to explain that now because you've done this twice, and we do have people sitting in front of us and listening at home. Sorry,
1: we were ge- and time to kill. Yeah, this we is were-
0: Jen's story.
1: We were sitting in a panel, waiting for a panel to start earlier, and our friend Christina was eating dip and dots, and she said, "Oh no, they're sticking to my spoon." So our friend Tim was like. Well, okay, they're doing the thing that they're supposed to do to get to your mouth. There's, like, oh, they're, so they're in the so utensil. The
2: spoon is doing its and job. And she's like,
1: no, it's on the underside of the spoon, the, the not spoon part. And I'm like, she's like, the not scoop. And I was like, the hoop? What? <laughs> and it apparently killed her.
0: And then you proceeded to look up the anatomy of the spoon. And, and that, let me yes, tell you, was I this just a you, Wikipedia entry? No, this huh. was
1: like a legit historical document record of every part of the spoon. And would you and say there's like six there's, or something? Oh, there's a bunch. It's like A through G. The first part is the, the part that goes directly into your mouth. The very tip of it is called the bowl tip, <laughs> which I lost it immediately. <laughs> I was like, nope, like, we're done no here. I need to turn this there. off. <laughs> The internet is over. Um, yeah. There, there's a lot. It's yes. the bull tip, the bowl, the shoulders, the, the stern, the handle. Oh, I'm missing one. Shoulder. And then the terminal. I said the shoulder. Did you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. I bet no one thought they would get an anatomy lesson <laughs> on spoons tonight. <laughs> nope. <laughs> But This is that raucous but, after dark yeah. content. Yeah,
1: that's right. We've
0: literally
2: been doing the scoop heap thing like pretty much all day since <laughs> then. That. So
1: and I'm sorry if you ever look at a spoon and go, the hee.
2: The hip.
0: <laughs> Could Dr. Manhattan create a Mars that he is incapable of controlling the topography of?
1: Ooh. This is more a philosophy
0: question. This is philosophy.
1: Ooh. Uh... No, but he can do anything.
2: I need, you to which is precisely why he can't do that.
1: <laughs> oh, he would break the world,
2: all the oh, worlds. Hey. He would
1: break all the worlds. Hey, seems
2: like he's already done that. Hey, yeah. Well. <laughs>
0: None of it matters because any change to the Martian topography was preordained and he simply observed it and did not actually cause it because it always happened when he saw through time.
1: Okay. I'm gonna, that's yeah, what he that's said. The I said. That's that. what I said, too. Whoa.
0: The answer is quantum entangled.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, last the one. Answers, yeah, no. <laughs> last one from the, the shill questions. I'm going to slightly adjust this one as we are not an adult content rating. Smooch, Mary Kill. Oh. Everyone knows what smooch really means. Fudge. Thanos. Galactus. Mojo. <laughs> what? What?
2: <laughs> smooch, Mary Kill. Galactus, Thanos.
1: Oh, Mojo. no. And
2: Mojo.
1: Oh, God. I'm, okay, uh, I'm killing Mojo because yeah, I'm, killing I'm Mojo. not doing yeah. either or the other with
2: that. <laughs> so.
1: Oh, um. no. Well, everybody's Kiss, had a Kiss crazy one. Kiss Galactus
2: movie. and marry Thanos because, I mean, at least it seems like he'd be a good stable provider at least.
1: I, <laughs> well, see, I was going the other way with that. Like, everybody's had a crazy one, so I'm going to smooch Thanos. <laughs> okay,
0: I think the basic question in this comes down to: Are you into vor? <laughs> because if you smooch Galactus, you will get devoured. So I'm, I'm definitely not smooching. It's my new children's book. If you smooch
1: Galactus, <laughs> no. A child's introduction to vor.
0: I have one mystery backer.
1: <laughs> mystery.
0: Um so if Vore then Smooch Galactus.
1: If <laughs> yeah, then
0: Smooch Galactus. My god. Um I feel like killing Thanos is just giving him what he wants. Yeah. Which takes care of the Thanos problem. <laughs> so I guess I'm married to Mojo now. Oh I'm so sorry.
1: Have fun with that. I mean,
0: I Wait, guess at least I'll be okay. on TV. I was going to say, so,
2: well, I guess free cable. <laughs> so
1: you're, but you're smooching Galactus, right? Yes. So Galactus is your side piece. Introduced to your main squeeze. I've got Problem it. Problem solved.
0: Marrying Mojo and smooching Galactus vis-a-vis the whole Vorthing. thing is how Galactus has a colonoscopy.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. All right. All right. I can do no more.
2: No? No. Hey, Alex, you know your superpower of making things weird? You did it. it? You did it. (laughs) Congratulations.
0: Oh, hey, look. It's Amber to change the subject.
1: Thank God. (laughs) Thank you. You're
2: welcome. Save us! Save us! Uh,
1: so, with a whole another year of media content being made, what is your either previous or new favorite thing that has been adapted into TV or movies or whatever?
2: Oh, hands down, I got mine: Umbrella Academy. So,
1: I guess Brian's going first. All right. Oh no! Yep. Wait, I said that too. No.
2: Yeah, um, that, they did a. Phenomenal job with that show, in my opinion. It's They're so really good. good, so good. I actually have another one,
0: but that's.
1: Can I say just just a season of a show? Because I is... mean, Brian just did. I don't make the rules. No, I know, but it's a it's a show that was there a year ago. <laughs> in this so case, season, she actually kind of did <laughs> season four of Lucifer. Um, is real good for many reasons, and it's a lot closer to yeah. We know two it's of them. <laughs> Closer to the comics, it's it's like getting back there. It's on its way. It's journeying.
0: I'm going to I'm going to cross my fingers that I don't later really regret this one cuz I haven't finished the season of it. But Doom Patrol's really that good. That was my other one. Yeah.
1: Haven't seen it yet, but
0: like what they've done so far has been fantastic. I am still early in the season, but it is Like, it and and Umbrella Academy both do weird very well, but they both do weird in different ways. Well, I think the biggest thing that both of them do, they
2: really, even though, I mean, clearly they're adaptations and they know that. And so there are changes, but even though they've made a a few changes, they very much capture the spirit and the feeling that those books have. Yeah, definitely. Like, Doom Patrol really captures the super weirdness that was Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol. On
0: yeah. both shows are super well cast, yeah. But they use that in different ways, and that to me mm-hmm. is the biggest like differentiating feature between them. Yes. Is I mean tonally, yes, they're different. Hey. But where Umbrella Academy, I think, largely cast people who I at least didn't know from things, and everyone played everything very much in character. Doom Patrol, like, uses the fact that, okay, yes, everyone knows that's Brendan Fraser. And, okay, yes, everyone knows that that was a James Bond. (laughs) And, like, plays (laughs) into just, like, how absolutely insane it is to see some of these people play these parts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Um, most people, a lot of people now know who Matt Bomer is, right? Yeah. yeah. Right.
1: Who doesn't know who Matt Bomer is? Who didn't know who Matt Bomer was before Um, this?
0: At the risk of making an inflammatory statement, Zack Snyder
1: dead to me
0: hey i'm not the one who, who who didn't cast him when he had been cast by the guy who did fury road all right yeah all right. anyway he was supposed to be superman he deserves a shot he'd be a good superman he'd be damn good that's Superman. that's all i'm saying
1: Yep. Yeah. anybody else but uh yeah yeah
0: do it help us fill these last five minutes so this is more, like, specifically for Jen, but Alex and Brian, y'all are more than welcome to try I China. got my first one! Um, so, let's see how to put it delicately. Jen has spent a lot of this episode talking about Nightwing. Um, it's no...
1: Oh no, I got my first one.
0: No secret that she enjoys the character. And we all know that Nightwing has the best butt in the DC universe. Yeah, Jim and yeah. Juan. Yeah. So, Jim and Juan. Love them. Who is, or which artist does your favorite rendition Ooh. of Nightwing's butt? I really thought for a moment your question was going to be, which do you prefer, Jim or Juan? Yeah.
1: <laughs> the answer is Juan. Um... <laughs> Duh, Stepan Shake posted, uh, uh, not in in a run at all. But Stepan Shake posted this one oh. that is just. I mean, it's Stepan Shake, first of all, so it makes you blush. Uh, but it's good. It's real good. Um, yeah, that. Who's the artist in the in the Grayson run?
0: Uh, Mikhail Yanin. Yeah, yeah,
1: Mikhail Yannin. That is. That's my favorite in a run. Uh,
2: that's the run where Jim and Juan yeah are, are named. named. Yeah. Yes, like lit- if you do it like I don't, if you don't know this, literally Nightwing's cheeks
0: are now named. You can say the word continuity. butt, Brian. Yes. Butt cheeks is not a, a, a curse.
1: Yeah. Yes, fair enough. That's, that's Jim and Juan DC canon, yes. right there. Jim and Juan. <laughs>
0: Nobody narc on us for saying butt cheeks.
1: Do it! Do it! Do it!
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 100% with
2: Jen's question Jen's
0: answer <laughs> So
2: It's, it's steamy Sure, oh, why sure. Not? Yeah <laughs> All right. Mostly because For some reason it, it, You know what It actually is Juan Because every time I have to name them For some reason I always forget Jim <laughs> But I always remember Juan <laughs> Poor, <laughs> like, Poor
1: Jim Poor Jim <laughs> Aww How do you forget Jim I don't know
2: But clearly I, I, I guess I do have a favorite And I just didn't even think about it <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Last call for questions. Oh.
1: Do it. Do it. Follow-up question to what you guys said before. Yeah. How do you feel about the different streaming services that have these things on them? Out of curiosity.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, okay. Netflix and Hulu are my baseline. I always have the two of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't always use them equally. That kind of fluctuates on the calendar based on whether or not I'm trying to keep up with stuff as it airs or just watching it as it is all available on Netflix. Um, I have DC Universe and it is getting easier to recommend to other people. Um, Reason being, they've made the decision to treat it more like Marvel Unlimited, where the comics they add are staying on there and not cycling through. Yes. It's a little longer lag. It's a year instead of six months, but they are actually building out a stable library. Um, The TV content is more hit or miss for me, to be honest, but I like about half of it, and I can live with that. And I know you've watched Titans, which I have not felt great about, but Titans
2: was hard um, just because the first thing you have to do going into that show is give up on it being anything yeah. that you would expect it from the comics or from any other TV show or anything else because it is completely different and separate from any of those. And then, you know, there were specific choices with that that I had problems with. But on the whole, I actually thought it was okay.
0: Young Justice has been solid. Doom Patrol has been solid. I am cautiously optimistic for Swamp Thing. Right. Um, We've still got that animated Harley Quinn coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stargirl, right? Yeah. Which was filming in Georgia here recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They had part of Red Top Mountain closed. Um... In general, like, I'm feeling the same kind of fatigue. I think a lot of people are uh, are feeling about, like, there are a lot of them now, and it is a lot to keep up with. I am hopeful that, like, the Disney Plus model of it's just going to be an add-on for Hulu and will be cheaper that way maybe catches on, and we start seeing things get cheaper if you do more than one rather than each being their own thing. Yeah, I'm getting um,
1: pretty tired of being bullied into a new subscription service. I, I, think,
2: I think it will be, I mean, it, this is just personal opinion, I think it, it will be a cycle. We will see a lot of these come up. I mean, we're obviously doing that now.
0: It will not last. I mean, really, truly what we're looking at is growing pains for the cable industry That's as exactly everything what it is. moves yeah. to sure. a yeah. Yeah. And eventually the pricing model has to catch up and yep. those things have to synthesize a la Hegel. And we get a better combined product. Yeah. Indeed. We are out of time. I have been Alex.
1: I have been Jenna.
0: And I'm going to continue to be Brian. (laughs) Thank you all for coming.
1: Yeah, thanks. Thank you.
2: Go read comics.